Hi there, welcome to the world of digital security. I am your host Dennis, a cybersecurity specialist who's been working in the field for more than a decade. Over the years, I have had the opportunity to work with various business worldwide, witnessing some really weird and wonderful stuff and meeting some incredible, fascinating people along the way. You are tuning into Unsecure World, the cybersecurity podcast that unreveals the complex subject of the digital world and turns them into compelling, easy-to-understand stories. Today we are setting sail on an exploration voyage into the world of social engineering, a pervasive tool yet within reach for most digital adversaries. So, what is social engineering, you may ask? To put it simple, social engineering is a form of psychological manipulation. It's designed to trick people into disclosing sensitive information or performing actions that aren't necessarily in their best interest. It's clever and often tricky tactic that takes advantage on our natural tendencies to trust others, lend a helping hand and respond reactively to perceived threats. But before we dive deeper into this topic, let's trace our steps back to the origins. Let's think about what distinguishes us Homo sapiens from the rest of the animal kingdom. Our Early ancestors, much like modern primates, lived in hierarchical societies where the strongest and the most aggressive were in control. However, as we evolved, so did our social structures. We progressed from animalistic societies driven by individual survival instincts to communities that thrived on cooperation. This evolutionary journey led us to construct complex societal structure we now recognize as democracy and social networks. Accompanying the social evolution was the evolution of our brains, particularly the neocortex. This part of our brain tripled in size during our evolution, and it is primarily responsible for what we consider human abilities, such as language, abstract thought, and conscious awareness. As the complexity of our social relationship increased alongside our two, language and social norms evolved. We embarked on the path of human socialization. This significant development in our evolutionary journey resulted in an extensive expansion and intricate interconnectivity in our brain. Helping others for collective survival likely evolved as a form of reciprocal altruism. This principle that an individual would assist others in the expectation that they would return the favor in the future is a most important basis for social cooperation. Such mutually beneficial interactions have been observed in many social animals and were a vital factor in the survival and growth of early human population. The human brain evolved to reward behaviors essential for survival and reproduction, such as seeking food, finding mates, and learning new skills. The neurotransmitter dopamine plays a central role in this reward system. When we gain something valuable or satisfy our curiosity, dopamine is released in our brains, producing pleasure and satisfaction. This reward system encourages us to repeat this beneficial behavior. This also applies to social behavior. 
Helping others, working effectively in a team, or gaining social approval can trigger dopamine release, providing a neurological reward for social cooperation. Conversely, social exclusion or disapproval can lead to feeling of discomfort or anxiety, discouraging antisocial behavior. Recent scientific studies have shed light on how closely our social evolution and brain development are intertwined. Researchers have found that our social experience can shape our brain in very physical ways. For instance, engaging in complex social interaction can lead to adaptation in specific brain areas, such as the anterior cingular cortex and orbitofrontal cortex. These brain regions are responsible for social decision-making and empathy, respectively. I keep throwing you difficult terms and words, but I hope you follow. However, these remarkable social behaviors and our highly evolved brains, the things that make us human, also make us vulnerable to social engineering attacks. Malicious individuals can manipulate our trust, empathy, and desire for social cohesion for their gain. In addition, our brain's reward system, which is primed to respond positively to social recognition and approval, can be exploited, especially in today's age of social media and online interaction. Resisting social engineering attacks is a serious mental workout. It demands a high-focus memory, decision-making skills, and emotional control. These cognitive functions consume a significant portion of the brain energy, around 20% and rest. And even more when faced with a challenging situation like identifying a potential social engineering attack. So, how do we protect ourselves? The key is a mix of awareness, skepticism, education, and proactive measures. We need to understand the common types of attacks, learn to question unsolicited communication, and be vigilant to signs of phishing. We should be cautious about clicking on suspicious links, always verify unusual requests, and use unique and complex passwords for different accounts. It's important to regularly update software, backup data frequently, and report suspected attacks immediately. And let's not forget about the importance of education our younger generation and the elderly about potential threats and the measures they can take to protect themselves. Let's talk in detail what you could do with social engineering. First of all, educate yourself. Understand the common type of social engineering attacks such as phishing, baiting, quid pro quo, and pretexting. Recognizing these tactics can help you identify them when they occur. Be skeptical. Be wary on unsolicited communication, especially if you ask for sensitive information. Create a sense of urgency or offer something that seems too good to be true. Check for signs. Look for red flags in emails like push spelling or grammar, unofficial email address, or unusual request. For websites, check for secure encrypted connection, it's indicated with HTTPS, and a padlock symbol in the address bar. Then don't click on suspicious link. Always hover over link to see where they lead before clicking. Navigate to the website directly rather than clicking on an embedded link when in doubt. Verify request. If you receive an unusual request from a colleague or superior, 
contact them directly to confirm it. For phone scams, hang up and call the organization back using a known number. One of the most important, use strong, unique password. This reduces the chance of successful attack. A password manager can help manage multiple complex passwords. And don't share it. One more important thing, enable multi-factor authentication. This adds an extra layer of protection as an attacker would need more than just your password to gain access to your account. Also, try to avoid using unsecure protocol like SMS for this purpose. Keep your software updated. Regular updates and patches fix security vulnerabilities that social engineers might exploit. Regular backups. In the event of successful attack, having a recent backup can help restore your data. Report suspected attacks. If you suspect a social engineering attempt, report it to your IT department or the relevant authority. Educate your kids and seniors about the possibility and the countermeasure of such an attack type. Remember, the human element is often the weakest link in security. Therefore, educating yourself and vigilance are the most powerful tool to prevent social engineering attack. That brings us to the end of today's episode of Unsecure World. We have taken a deep dive into the world of social engineering, explored our evolutionary journey and discussed how we could protect ourselves in this ever-evolving digital landscape. We will continue to break down complex cybersecurity topics in captivating and insightful narratives that resonate with all of us. So stay tuned and remember to join us for the next episode. Until then, stay safe and stay curious.